0: wash my hands of this
1: weirdness
0: hello everybody and welcome to another brand new episode of the crucial phoenix radio show it is monday january 11th where your daily dose of laughs and levity
1: in a crazy crazy world I'm joined by my co-host, Mr.
0: Tony Sanfilippo.
1: Tony, how was your weekend? Oh, man, it's been... It's great. It's been a fantastic week here in Nevada, Um, even though I've been going back and forth between Spanish Springs and Carson City, back and forth. I'm getting a lot of good visits in and uh, still have about 24 hours left in this great town and uh, looking forward to making the most of it and uh, being here live in studio for two more episodes today and tomorrow. Then it'll be back in the... uh, good old, uh upper vest side
0: <laughs> the colorado man cave yeah. right
1: <laughs> colorado man cave where it's snowing and it's jelly willy
0: oof yeah, yeah. luckily yeah. Uh, there's no
1: snow here yeah and which is a good mind, thing i don't mind that especially with all the driving i've been doing in that roller skate uh, probably <laughs> wouldn't handle so well doesn't like the wind doesn't seem to like the rain either so
0: yeah, i don't blame you at all
1: <laughs> but it'll be nice
0: to have you for at least two more episodes Absolutely. before you head back so uh you know it's been a fun week it was a great weekend but you know what we've got a whole week of shows lined up for everybody here we're going to have a lot of fun with it so let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host tony again put on that hypothetical hat if you're running from the cops and have something to hide where would you hide it
1: oh well, if you had to hide it right there there's only two ways It's going up the booty hole or it's going in your mouth. It's going to be like under your tongue or something off to the back corner of your gums. Just depending on what you're trying to hide, I guess, really. But uh, hypothetical, like I'm never just just so everyone knows this is hypothetical. I'm not jamming anything up there. But if I was a criminal and I had to stash something, I guess that's going to have to be the uh, place.
0: The old prison wallet.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, all of that goes to say, on January 6, 2021, special agents with the Humboldt County Drug Task Force with the assistance of the Eureka Police Department POP team Huh. I wonder if they're uh, related to funko at all served a search warrant on miguel jose sierra herrera and his girlfriend uh, michelle claire yet agents had been investigating the couple for trafficking methamphetamine in humboldt county agents made a traffic stop in the cup uh on the couple in the area of bune drive and union street in eureka guillette attempted to walk away from the vehicle and was detained by agents Yet was found to have approximately 1.25 pounds of methamphetamine concealed in the front of her pants.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: Is that meth in your pocket or are you just happy to see I'm me? I'm
1: just happy to see you.
0: That's not going in the prison wallet. Yeah. 1.25. No. Agents also located one ounce of methamphetamine inside the vehicle. Agents responded to the 1500 block of John Hill Road in Eureka and served a search warrant on Herrera and Giet's residence. Inside the house, agents located approximately 1.5 ounces of cocaine and approximately $7,900 in U.S. currency. Herrera and Yet, were both booked at the Humboldt County Jail for possession of methamphetamine for sale, transportation of methamphetamine for sale, possession of cocaine for sale, and con- conspiracy to commit a crime. What was she thinking by stuffing a one one and a quarter pound bag of uh, meth in her pants and thinking, eh, nah, they're not going to search they're me They're not going
1: to look, yeah. Well, because they're meth heads and they... Yeah, we don't know what's going on. We don't know why our sexy looks are uh, becoming more sexier by the second. And uh, why am I face scratching? Why why, why am I so twitchy? Oh, they'll never find this. I
0: mean, I I would assume it's just sort of a last-ditch effort, you know, thinking that maybe if I shove it in my pants and then... uh, Shove it in your pants.
1: (laughs) Shove it in your pants.
0: Now, the funny thing is it shows their... um, um, Mugshots—they don't look like the typical meth head, you know. dude. He's, yeah. he's when a did you dude.
1: become the typical type?
0: <laughs> so it uh, oh, goes man. to say, you know, if you're being pulled over and stopped for a traffic stop, and you've got something to hide, you're better off just not trying to hide it, unless you know you're going to get away with it.
1: Oh, absolutely. And uh, I don't know, man. I, just, I don't I don't get it. I, I don't understand it, don't want to get it, don't need to understand it. So,
0: Well, and that's the thing. The The best policy is just just don't do it. Just yeah. don't don't put yourself in that situation to begin with. But uh, if you do get stopped, then own up to it because it's going to be a lot less pain for, painful for you in the long run.
1: Absolutely. Whoa.
0: Well, folks, it is Monday, January 11th. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we?
1: Briefly, I
0: hate Mondays. Hate them. Therefore, I decree... From this day forward, there will be no more Mondays. I would agree with that. Uh, Mondays are always a little bit tough. Of course, we're struggling to get going a little bit, but you know what? We're going to make it a fun show for you regardless. For instance, it is Monday. So as we do all Mondays, we've got Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. We have a segment called You're the Worst, Work Edition. We have a call on topic, useful underrated websites and apps. We have a segment called No Rag Rats. So that's not a typo. We close out the day with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, January 11th. Now we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you shuff a... And a quarter of methamphetamine in your pants, and you want to tell us about it? Well, you can.
1: It's special. Itchy, itchy powder. That number, 855 Phoenix Radio. That's
0: 855 F E N I X R D O, or 855 336 4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, it is the second segment of this show, and that means Tony is here with the entertainment news.
1: Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, January 11th, 2021, and here is your Filippo Fast Fight. Marvel's WandaVision will air two episodes this Friday when it premieres, so you'll get two on the full episodes. Two for the price of one. Two for the price of one. Ryan Reynolds is reportedly in talks for Jumanji number three, so that'll be good. What is Jumanji. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, and Kristen Davis to star in a Sex and the City revival for HBO Max. Kristen's shaking his no. head no. Uh, the reason why uh, Kim Cattrall is not coming back because she stated she would never return to play Samantha. So due to that, she's sticking true and not reviving. So if you're wondering why that happened, I had to look. I go, <laughs> uh-oh, is there beef? Beef in the world? Warner Brothers submits Wonder Woman 1984 for consideration in all categories at the Oscars, including... Best picture. Nope. No nope. flippin' way. <laughs> oh, wolf doggy. Uh, Nickelodeon aired its first NFL game, the Bears versus the Saints, complete with kid commentators, young Sheldon explaining the rules, slime cannons, which is generic images when a team would score, an MVP, which is a Nickelodeon valuable player, which was won by Bears quarterback Mitch Trubisky, and the F-bomb. <laughs> Cordell Patterson with the cleanest. Uh, what what could be heard, what the F on camera during a play, YouTube it. It's golden. They had a kid commentator say, now let's get to the field. And then it happened. So <laughs> first F-bomb Love in uh, in uh, <laughs> Nickelodeon history. And that was your Filippo Fast Five. Let's roll on to the news. We start out in sports this morning. Um, as the Browns stunned the Steelers, the Rams beat the Seahawks, the Bills beat the Colts in a thriller, the saints stay alive against the bears hand f-bombs bucks survive wft ravens fly past the titans so now your next week's uh, divisional rounds play out like this the ravens will head over to buffalo to play the bills uh the browns who just unbelievable i could not believe the stunning oh, beat yeah, down on the steelers did not expect that or see that coming the browns who um, hope to ride their wave into the Super Bowl uh, defending champions home. The Chiefs, that's going to be a very tough matchup for them. Uh, Breeze versus Brady, probably for the last time as the Bucks play the Saints. They, and then the L.A. Rams head to Green Bay to play the uh, Red Hot Packers. So some good divisional matchups next week. And uh, it's playoff season, so it's very hard to predict what's going to happen.
0: It'll be fun.
1: Playoffs? Don't Ooh. talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> that sound by always worth it. Uh, so on to the entertainment news. I like to always squeeze a little sports in there when I can. Uh, the box office, uh, obviously, is somewhat on its way back, and uh, there's not a whole lot of options out there. Christian and I went and saw uh, the number one movie this weekend, Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, stayed on top with an estimated $3 million Um it now brings the domestic total um, to $32.6 million since it arrived on screens on Christmas Day. It's also roped a worldwide total of $131.4 million. Um, it's respectable. Yeah, and if you guys don't go to the theaters to see it, just know that this movie is available on HBO Max. Um Gotta say though, um, we, we don't have a segment for the movie reviews here on the show, but uh, it was a very underwhelming sequel. It just, yeah, plot holes everywhere, right?
0: Yeah, while the first one was highly enjoyable, this one was just sorely disappointing.
1: And I still don't understand why it was called 1984. There was no 80s music. There was really nothing to be '80s except a cheesy the mall scene. That yeah. was it, and I, and the special effects for a big blockbuster DC movie it was disappointing. The special effects were cheesy, I don't know if it was meant to be shot like it was cheesy from the '80s. Maybe that's what they were going
0: for. I, I, I doubt it.
1: Oh man, I'm scared yeah. for Rogue Squadron. I tell you, but uh, anyways, I digress. Wonder Woman is the number one movie. The Croods: A New Age brought in 1.8 million, bringing their total to 36.8 news of the world I have no idea what that is brought in 1.24 million it's up to 7 Monster Hunter number 4 7.8 oh Lacey liked Wonder Woman 84 Uh, you're the first one Lace (laughs) because woof daddy that movie sucked (laughs) I'm sorry it was bad Fatal but it's my it's mine yours opinion if you liked it that's awesome I'm glad you liked it though Lacey Fatal uh, brought in uh, 0.67 million, and that was Christian's favorite movie that we could
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was 4.1. But anyways, there you go. That was your box office report. Oh, News of the World is a Tom Hanks movie. See, Lace, I like this. You're like my virtual assistant. I'm reading it. You pop up. You tell <laughs> me it's a Western. God, you make me smart. You're like, you're my Jarvis. You're popping up there on the screen. There you go. I like it. You're my good-looking Jarvis there, Lacey. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Staying in the world of comic books and geeky news, there was a lot of that came out just in the last 24 hours. Um, Deadpool 3 is confirmed and will be in the MCU and will be R-rated. The Marvel Cinematic Universe may not have been a big year in 2020, but it hopes to make up for... The slip moving forward. When 2021 shapes up to be a much better year for the franchise, all eyes are on its future top heroes. This includes Deadpool, now that Disney earned the rights to to the the mouthy mercenary. Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige confirmed the hero's next movie will be rated R. The latest update came from Collider, and Feige did interviews ahead of the Disney Plus premiere of WandaVision. If It was there. The producer opened up about Deadpool 3. He confirmed Ryan Reynolds is overseeing the script. It will be R-rated, and we'll let you know when we have more updates. But it's just great to know that um, he wants to make sure they get Deadpool's entry into the MCU just right. That means they're focusing on other projects, but when they come up with the right time to introduce him, Deadpool 3 will come out. So obviously, in the MCU world... He probably won't be R rated, it'll probably be pushing the edge right. of the sweet PG-13, but when he goes solo it'll be R rated. So, uh, if well, you guys are excited about that, let us know. And,
0: and they even realized uh, you know, obviously in the second one, they made a PG-13 version of the second one, once upon a no, once upon a, a Deadpool. Deadpool. There yeah. you go. It was- and- and it worked out okay i mean if it was pg-13 and that was the only thing you saw it would be enjoyable but having known the rated r1
1: and seeing the rated r one first, it just wasn't as it's good. a
0: little tough it but was. uh we also know about that movie that uh rhett reese and paul wernick are not coming back to write the script as they did for the first two but with ryan reynolds overseeing it i think the tone will stay about the same
1: yeah i do too because well, he was the reason why it even got greenlit in the first place by yep. By him working. He wanted it to be so good because he knew how bad Wolverine Origins version was. So.
0: <laughs> that was so bad.
1: Uh, well, continuing with Marvel, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will connect Spider Man 3. Um, Disney provided new details on Doctor Strange during an investor's call Thursday. The sequel to the 2016 superhero and sorcery film is directed by the original Spider Man Sam Raimi and sees Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh. I don't know how to say his name. Chiwetel.
0: <laughs> Chiwetel Ejiofor. Thank you.
1: Gosh, you're so you're so good and eloquent with that. I like it. It's a little tough for me. I definitely can't say that name. Rachel McAdams and Benedict Wan, all reprising their respective MCU roles. The sequel sees the Sorcerer Supreme team up with his Avengers Infinity War and in-game teammate Scarlet Witch, once again played by Elizabeth Olsen, as he encounters the horrors and perils of the multiverse. Kevin There's horrors in the
0: multiverse? Horrors. Horse, Horse.
1: yep, yeah, like dirty, like you' go down to the kitty cat ranch <laughs> down the street, oh, no,
0: horrors, gotcha, gotcha, okay.
1: yeah. Kevin Feige was on hand to confirm that the film will will debut March 25th, 2022 He said the film ties not only to the Disney plus series WandaVision, but also Spider-Man three. Uh, Olsen is currently in London filming multiverse of madness. Um, and it's just fantastic. I mean, I like how they're just dropping little like, yep, this is going to connect. Yep. That's what's going on.
0: I'm excited. Oh,
1: very excited. Um, Kevin Feige also, during the call, revealed Spider-Man 3's temporary title as they filmed that. Um, he knows when he hears Spider-Man 3, he's surprised that his, like, the MCU franchise is already up to number 3. With that being said, when he hears Spider-Man 3, he thinks of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. And, and he's just like, to me, that's already something that's happened by my friend, Mr. Sam Raimi. So uh, what we're calling it now is Homecoming 3. That's obviously not going to be the final title. But as they're filming, instead of calling it Spider-Man 3, it's Homecoming 3. And that's currently being worked. And uh, they're hoping to get it into theaters December 17th this year. Um,
0: That'd be so awesome.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, and the more and more we hear, it's just going to weave in all the Spider-Man flicks. And uh, that's pretty dang fantastic.
0: Yeah. Uh, Any association not with Spider-Man 3? Probably best for him.
1: Probably great. And you know what's crazy is I was talking to my friend Stacy yesterday about MCUs and why films weren't in there. Well, she's on an MCU kick, and she was wondering why Spider-Man, like Far From Home and Homecoming, you, they're not on Disney+. Plus. And she goes, well, why can't I watch that? That's MCU. And I – because they're Sony movies, but they do take place in the MCU, but they're just they're, – they're a Sony thing. Yeah, rights are complicated, folks. Yeah, oh, yeah. man, it's frustrating. Like So – that's good. And then uh, lastly, before we go, I got one more before uh, the birthdays because there's only two birthdays. So it's really short. So we'll roll with this Cobra Kai season four is planned and spinoffs are possible. So if you've been getting your Cobra Kai on, obviously, you know, season four is completely planned according to the showrunners. But they're looking at possibly doing spinoffs. Um since the karate kid franchise has returned and it it's been a huge hit for netflix i mean now's the time to start getting it out obviously started out on youtube platinum found a small audience but now it's found a massive audience and it's it's being good but they want to kind of go different routes and 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 spread the miyagi miyagi Do um universe out there so um, let us know what you think. Do you guys want more? Do you want spinoffs of Cobra Kai? Or are you good with just the Cobra Kai story? Me personally, I'm pretty good with just the Cobra Kai story. I yeah. don't need it to be like The Walking Dead where I have 5,000 different versions of it.
0: That was going to be my point is, you know, if you concentrate all of your efforts on the original, maybe after the original ends, then doing a spinoff to keep things going. But you don't want congruent spinoffs just because it gets confusing Wait, and three. hard to follow. and so I would say just stick with the original and then spin off after this one runs its course. I
1: agree. And lastly, we're going to dance into birthdays. Like I said, just two. <laughs> They're not really punny today. Yeah, it's <laughs> my birthday! <laughs> she gave us the whole nine. Then she gave us the whole ten yards. Amanda Pete is 48. Um, that's all I had for that. That's the only thing I could think she was in. I'm sure she was in other things.
0: <laughs> Saving Silverman.
1: Oh, there you go. Grammy award-winning R&B singer who's released more than a half dozen multi-platinum records including My Life went 3 times platinum has popular songs Be Without You, Real Love, My Life, Not Gonna Cry and and that is Mary J Blige. She is 50. Happy birthday ladies. That's all I had kind of kind of uneventful for the birthdays quick
0: and easy well folks that does it for the entertainment news when we come back we've got silly rabbit this bit is for kids don't go anywhere we'll be back after these messages after these
1: messages we'll be right back
0: Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, January 11th. Now we're all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, you can. I'm available at Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at Facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanflippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O.94 or on Instagram at Tony.sanFlippo81. Now it is Monday, and as we do on Mondays, we like to explore some of the wackier side of what kids do. In this bit called Silly Rabbit, this bit is for kids.
1: Ha! <laughs> I'm a rebel, Dottie. <laughs> so with this, welcome to another edition of uh Silly, Silly Rabbit. This bit's for kids, um, Christian. I ask you, with having two awesome boys. Do they ever just have, like, you ask them to do something and they do it, but it's just so smart You're just like, like, it, it kind of on the inside makes you chuckle, but yet irks you just a bit.
0: For the most part, they're okay. But every once in a while, if they're in the middle of a video game or something like that, they'll throw something out subconsciously. Like, yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it. And it's like, no, you're going to get to it now.
1: <laughs> you got to lay down the dad voice. Yep. Well, we're going to cover um, that. Well, it says 83, but we're not going to cover all 83. We're just going to scroll through and just pick some uh, for this uh, less than 10 minute segment. Right. So I'm watching my time. Um, so this is smart ass kids who will go far in life. This feels good to say ass. So I like I'm, it. I'm getting in trouble for saying that. On the show. <laughs> uh, Bob has 36 candy bars. So on a math test here, it says Bob has 36 candy bars. He eats 29. What does he have now? The kid writes, Diabetes. Bob has diabetes. (laughs) Like, that's... That was... What a good answer. That's
0: hilarious.
1: (laughs) On another one, this one's called Brilliant, uh, on the homework assignment, says, You are to assume the role of a Chinese immigrant in 1870 and write a letter home describing your experiences. Your letter should include the following. your Your contributions and experiences in the West. The kid... Writes the whole thing in Chinese. Like just a bunch of Chinese symbols. Very <laughs> like, cool. Oh, what do you want? Um, it's a good uh,
0: contribution, though.
1: <laughs> it's a big one. Um, this kid's going to be okay. Fill in the solutions. Direct directions. Read each of the problems and come up with solution for each one. Problems. You fell on the playground and you scratched your knee. Solutions. Get up and deal with it. <laughs> That was.
0: I like that, that kid. That
1: kid, he doesn't care. Dust it off. You know? Rub
0: some dirt into it and get over
1: yeah, it. Yeah, we're good. We don't need this. And then this kid is much smarter than I am. And these are just the titles. I'm not saying the kid is smarter than me. Could be. Um, would you rather be stuck on an island all alone or with one person you hate? And why? I would rather be on an island with someone I ate so I have something to eat. <laughs> that was the response of the kid. <laughs>
0: coconuts can only go so far right (laughs) Wilson parents might want to keep an eye on this yeah it's
1: a little frightening little
0: Dexter in his uh, future
1: I need something to eat my friend's five year old son had this for homework tonight and he changed the answer to something more humane this man can run it gives you options it says this man can rub run rug and then um, this man uh, okay so there's an there's a image of a person shaking a newspaper at a dog, and the options are fit, hit the dog. So the man fit the dog or the hit the dog, the kid put, the man pet the dog, you should not hit dogs. Oh.
0: Very sweet. Another kid that I can
1: certainly Get appreciate. Get behind, yeah. Uh, this one here is, oh, let's Scroll. Well, that one wasn't good my son the realist brought this home with some of his kindergarten work it says draw a picture of what you will look like in a hundred years in a hundred years i will be blank years old and in it inside there's little crayons it's all cute and uh around the uh, thing there's a tombstone that says warren r.i.p <laughs> <laughs> That's where he'll be when he's 100. Warren's probably not wrong. No. He's it, a realist. Like, he gets it.
0: The only thing that would make it better is if he drew himself as a zombie. Just.
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Nope. Just cute. Little tombstone. Can't deny that. What ended in 1896? 1895. <laughs> That was the answer. I love that. Uh, This is why this kid's going places. Bobby has four times, four dimes. Amy has 30 pennies. Which child has more money? (laughs) Bobby. How do you know? Show your thinking. There's a little stick figure with his, if you watch on the camera, with his little hand pointing there and in those little thought bubbles, Bobby. (laughs) It's pretty cute. Uh, this one, uh, the daughter is going places. Unscramble the sight words. And uh, in one pot of gold, it says um, E-W. And, and I'm reading this one. I'm going to say it because this is what it says. Um, and it'll have the good value. Um, the middle one has V-H-E-H-E. So we have, and then... <laughs> And it should be, we have this, because in the last pot, it's H-S-I-T. So we have shit. We have shit. And I'm just quoting that. I know we don't say that word either, but... Uh, not wrong, though. No, they're not wrong. They they were smart. They just had more than this on their mind. <laughs> Apparently, even seven-year-old me was a smartass. Ten words I spell right are... Huh, ten words I can spell right are octopus in 72 And octopus was spelled wrong. <laughs> but those are the 10 words.
0: Not the brightest kid, but uh, I like where he was going with it.
1: <laughs> this one's great. So young yet so honest. The name is Frankie. And on the thing it says, I earn money at home, buy. And he said, I don't. I'm a freeloader. You <laughs> <laughs> ain't wrong. That's kid ain't contributing. This kid is also going places. How would you make marriage work tell your wife um how would you make your marriage work tell your wife she looks pretty even if she looks like a truck ricky (laughs) age 10 he'll be married forever you're so pretty you'll look like a tonka truck another this kid is going places in life patrick purchased eight books at the resale shop he needed four books for each of his projects at school how many projects did he have two projects okay writing in math Evan told his class that people in his family have 14 legs altogether Quinton said Evan must have 7 people in his family is Quinton correct explain why yes because 14 divided by 2 is 7 but not everyone has 2 legs go to (laughs) www.woundedproject.org so was the answer he gave ouch ouch <laughs> oh okay we still got a couple minutes of so this yeah we got two minutes giraffes are heartless creatures this diagram below best illustrates and there number one is uh theory of evolution darwin's theory of evol- evolution um Malithius's principles Lyle's theory about past changes now it has three drafts one laying down and two eating and then the kid just adds his own E. Giraffes are heartless creatures. <laughs> because one just died because two can eat and the middle one can't reach. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I was yeah. going to
0: say did you have a bad uh, giraffe experience yeah, sometime in yeah. life? Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Uh-huh. And then this smart kid, to change centimeters, you take out centi. That's that's how you change centimeters, just take out centi.
0: <laughs> Live in the US. <laughs> yes.
1: Nice try. Um Can a man reproduce with only one testicle? No, girls don't find that bleep attractive. Even though I already said the word before, I don't want to say it again so we don't get flagged, but uh, no, girls don't find that. And then... And then the teacher didn't say anything about the S word. They put a little mark next to don't because they didn't have an apostrophe. (laughs) Nice try. And last, last, last one. Little girl drew a picture of her mom at work. The mother is actually selling a snow shovel at Home Depot. When I grow up, I want to be like mommy. And there's a little stick figure of a massive... Snow shovel with little stick figures giving her money. But the crazy thing is, it looks like a stripper pole, and mom on there with people around handing money. It's supposed to be a snow shovel. (laughs) Oh man, if you could only see this, it is great. And that's why kids are the best
0: yeah my guess is that uh, maybe mom works a night job in addition to uh, home depot and maybe the kid got both aspects of it i'll
1: tell you what while we're on break go to our facebook page i will screenshot that on my phone i'll put it in the comments you can see that it is quite hilarious so (laughs) you can enjoy that
0: on the break (laughs) well folks that does it for silly rabbit this bit is for kids when we come back it is you're the worst work edition don't go anywhere we'll be right back Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com/slash forward slash phoenix media radio. Now back to the show, and we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, January 11th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or Head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 and all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, speaking of sharing and uh, some people who tend to overshare, this segment is called You're the Worst work edition and was inspired by our very own tony sanfilippo mm-hmm. whenever he's out here or off of work he gets a lot of work emails that uh you know what sometimes aren't exactly the uh the best and so uh, we've run down a list of the worst work emails that people have ever gotten tony before we get into the list anything come to mind that's just something asinine that uh you know maybe you got uh, on the work side of things
1: oh yeah there's a lot. I don't know which ones I can and can't say. But, yeah, there's there's always some sarcasm and snottiness and and um, I like to explain. Sometimes I'm an over-explainer, but sometimes I feel like it, I don't know who's going to need to read it or do it. But if you lay it out for them, I think if you explain more, um, it makes sense. Because sometimes if you give them less, they're like, well, what do I do with that? So I try to avoid that. Like there was one yesterday and uh, and I looked at it and they're trying to show so some of my guys they like to hide stuff behind pallets which are a no-no instead of just simply saying hey <clears throat> there's there's some stuff behind a pallet why don't you just you know make sure you get rid of that no no I got a weird angled picture of all the stuff behind there that says this is the way we merchandise now question mark it's like <laughs> just simply say there's stuff behind these pallets get rid of them they yeah. can't be back there yeah, that's to me, more professional than a snarky little side picture thing. I, I hope that comment does get me in trouble. I'm just stating a fact. Yeah, I'm pa- not shooting on anybody.
0: The passive-aggressive approach never really works, but uh, you know what? It uh, just get straight to the point. Yeah. And, uh,
1: I don't do good with passive-aggressive. It t- kind of turn into a snarky little
0: <laughs> person. Well, with these uh, lists of work emails, I'm going to use uh, this one as our transition.
1: Disappointed!
0: Good old Kevin Sorbo. For instance, uh, this from Twitter user Amber Savart says, I got an I emailed you three days ago message this morning. Friday afternoon at four forty seven. This person emailed me. They followed up at eight fifteen this morning. They emailed me twenty eight working minutes ago goodbye <laughs> yeah. you know it, even though it is actually three days ago you can't expect to send an email to somebody at the end of the day friday and that they got to it first thing monday it doesn't work that way give them enough to head you oh, know heads up
1: i run into that a lot i'm anticipating that on vacation as soon as i walk in the door did you read your email well, no, I've got like over uh, 10 days worth of uh, novels I have to weed through, like what's important what's not. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And give people a little bit of space on Mondays because there are things that come over the yeah. weekend.
1: And I usually, if I get the sarcastic ones, then I usually just don't read anymore. I'm just like, well, okay, I'm done. I'm ticked. <laughs> or I'm annoyed.
0: That yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Let's move on. us! This from uh, Twitter user Catherine McKee says, Once I had a client who didn't read my I'm going on vacation email. Over the weekend I was gone. He filled my voicemail with messages of pick up you dumb bee variety. When I was back, I picked up the next one. It was from his wife apologizing and saying she told him she'd divorce him. Hopefully she did because that's.
1: That's a a lot of anger for uh, an email. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to talk to somebody else like that, imagine how he talks to his wife.
0: Well, especially if you have the auto-reply that, you know, you send an email and email automatically comes back and uh, says, you know, I'll be on vacation from this date to this date if you need something. It's
1: it's not hard. I I do that every time I leave. There's a responder. So they know I'm not going to respond. That's the response.
0: Right. And if you get a response, well, you're one of the lucky ones. Yeah let's move on disappointed! this from twitter user dvd trash says we have these types of emails at our uk office people ordering urgent next day delivery at 9 45 p.m on a friday night with a follow-up email at 9 a.m monday morning Apoplectic with rage because it has not arrived we're not amazon we're three guys in a warehouse in a pandemic and it goes back to you know responding to emails over the weekend you know. If you're going to do overnight shipping on a Friday, do a little planning ahead. You know, it's one thing to do overnight shipping Friday morning, but at the end of the day, it's not going to happen. So don't freak out. Yeah. (laughs) Let's move on with uh, "You're the Worst" work edition.
1: Disappointed.
0: This from Twitter user (laughs) Will Butala. Will Butala. My favorite are the emails in the morning saying, "If we send this file." to you today can we have it finished tomorrow followed by an email later at 459 here are the files I'll be in at 8 a.m. to pick up the finished product and again it goes back to uh, giving people enough time you know even if you send the email asking if it'll be done by the next day well send it earlier not at the end especially if somebody replies back well yeah you know get it to me as soon as you can <sighs> ridiculous
1: yeah, very ridiculous
0: all right uh, let's move
1: on disappointed
0: this from twitter user psycho betha
1: psycho betha tearing up the phone line. <laughs> you better tighten that screw it's been loose for a long time
0: everyone thinks because many people are working from home that they're always working mm, no business hours are still business hours working in pajamas does not mean working 24 hours yeah it's true. I mean, uh, essentially working from home. You know, on the weekends I shut everything down. I, I heck, I didn't even uh, look at my phone much yesterday. And so uh, it is one of those things where uh, you know I, I respect the hours, especially if people are at home, because it's it's not the easiest environment to work
1: in. No, but I am not going to lie, doing the show in like sweatpants is pretty awesome.
0: That part is yeah. pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I don't think I could do my uh, My normal job in sweatpants It'd be a little hard But uh, hey In a comfort of the house Not bad you,
0: you should try it one day Just go into oh. Costco with Sweatpants on and
1: <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure that'll go over quite well
0: Quite well <laughs> Alright let's move on with You're the worst work edition
1: Disappointed
0: This from Twitter user Kara M. Bell so I had one of those weekends, first email on Saturday, which at first glance, I thought could wait till Monday. Second email on Sunday with urgent in the subject line. You may be surprised to learn that, well, it wasn't that urgent. And again, you know, if it is truly urgent, then, you know, you can put the flags on there. You can say urgent. But, you know, your urgent is somebody else's. Eh, it can wait. Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of it can wait.
1: Disappointed!
0: Twitter user Soprano underscore Alice says, I once got a any chance of replying a grand total of 34 minutes after receiving their first email once. Didn't make me go any quicker. That's all I can say. And uh, I'm definitely one of those people. If you're going to send me an email 30 minutes later saying, you know, where are you? What are you doing? Why aren't you replying? I'm going to go that much slower just to rub it in a little bit. Right. You know, it's uh, you don't need that. Uh, that level of uh, pressure when it's really not that big of a deal. All right, uh, let's move on with, you're the worst work edition.
1: Disappointed.
0: This from Twitter user BJY Photography. I had a client's client, I'm a virtual assistant, that emailed us Friday at 8 p.m., Saturday at 9 a.m., Sunday at 10 a.m., and Monday at 6 a.m., complaining that we were ignoring her she kept replying to the auto email response saying we are out of the office until monday at 9 a.m. and again it goes back that read the auto responders
1: it's not hard just no, put it in and no. you really it's not hard you hit settings roll down to the bottom and right under your signature there is a vacation responder, Respon- responder. response words are hard for me today a little bit responder yeah. and then turn it on and bye You're going to get a reply from this little goon.
0: (laughs) Here's one that I see all the time. Uh,
1: Disappointed!
0: From Twitter user Aquamarina1980 says, says, Oh my God, someone did that to me on Monday. Sent me an email late Friday. Asked if I'd actioned it first thing Monday morning with the words, following the email I sent you last week. As if I'd had a week to look at it, not 12 minutes in work time. And I, oh. I hated getting those where it's like, well, I sent this last week. Well, technically, yes, you did send it last week. But end today, Friday, and today being Monday, doesn't really count.
1: Right. So so get over it. Yeah, we'll get to you when we get to you.
0: (laughs) Oh, here's one I hate getting.
1: Disappointed!
0: Twitter user Padstamundo says, straight in the bin, I'd like to see some kind of call center function saying, your email is currently 1,365th in the queue. If you ever get a reply in the next month, you must be very important. And uh, there were some places I worked where we just over the weekend would get a ton of emails, so many. And people thought that uh, theirs was so important that it would be the first one to get to. Well, I got news for you. I'm going to respond to the first one that came in. Yeah. And I'm going to go through from there, and, and that's it. That's
1: no, it's it. the smart way. You scroll all the way down, work your way up. Because <laughs> if you keep going all the way down the rabbit hole, man, it just piles.
0: And before we head out, Tony, I had a quick question for you on emails. Are you a zero email type of person or do you let uh, the number build up so that when you look at the little email bubble on your phone, it has like 1,236?
1: So 50-50, work email, zero. I like to keep that one clean, organized, tight. Uh, my Yahoo one, holy moly. Like my <laughs> Gmail, my personal <laughs> Gmail accounts organized. Uh, the Yahoo one is I don't check it all the time and I get a lot. So that one has a lot of bubbles.
0: Yeah, I'm a zero email person. I hate seeing those bubbles, but uh, you know, that's, that's just the uh, OCD in me. In any case, folks, we're headed into the long break, about seven minutes. Go ahead and use the bathroom, listen to the news and join us back when we come back with our call in topic of useful underrated websites and apps. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: The last DJ
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. The second hour of the Christian Phoenix radio show It is Monday, January 11th, where your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo, live and in studio. How are you feeling in the second hour, Tony? Oh,
1: it's the fastest hour on the show every day. <clears throat> I'm feeling great, man. Uh, on my second uh, cup of tea, still nursing my zip fizz. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good, man. Cool, right, like cool. Like I said, I love being here. I uh, love being... Uh, the topics have been fun so far and uh looking forward to the second half so
0: yeah it's definitely nice having you in studio uh you know normally we do it via zoom and there's that little like half second disconnect mm-hmm. delay where uh sometimes we'll step on each other a little bit but nothing too bad and then of course anytime you've got more technology well there's more chances of things going wrong knock on wood we haven't had anything Technical issues in the time that you've exactly. been here. So, and those
1: uh, who can't see it, uh, Chris just tapped on his lower butt cheek here, and uh, that so he's got a wooden cheek.
0: It's hard as wood. <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding. I've been
0: working out in this room. Been working <laughs> out in this
1: Rona time. Uh, what I like too is it's kind of Wayne's Worldish at times. Like, um, like you're right here. I can just look up above the camera, and you're right there. So I get like the Wayne's World sometimes. Like if we're running a little, like I'm running a little close. It's like. <laughs> like just the, the hand signals, but I get it, so it's great. And uh, yeah, this is a lot of fun. So
0: I want to give you the five, four, three.
1: Um, Terry, could you do that without the a little bit again? We'll try from the top. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta go back and watch that. Oh, so, so good. good, dude! So, so good. good.
1: Two is okay, right? It's all right, but it was still good. I just one was classic.
0: As long as they don't pull a bullet, Bill and Ted, and try and re, uh, you know, do a third one. I'm good with the classics.
1: Lacey said, I'm kind of quiet. Does that help chime in? Hello. 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 Is anybody in there?
0: (laughs) Well, folks, this is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners, You can give us a call on the Phoenix line 24 hours in advance because we give the topic the day before at 855-Phoenix-Radio. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Or you can comment on our live Facebook video. Just head over to facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F. Radio, of course, with an R. Click on the live video and comment in there. Today's topic is useful, underrated websites and apps. Is there something that's a go-to, whether it's a website or an app, a tool, something that you utilize that uh, many people don't know about, you know, and it's something you use every day, something that you couldn't live without, we wanna know about it. Now, Tony, uh, obviously you've had the weekend to think about it a little bit. Is there something you use on a regular basis that uh, you really probably couldn't live without?
1: Yo, yeah. Well, when it comes to this, doing this show, I mean, for a website, IGN is usually a really good go-to for me. Um, it's reliable, it's updated. Um, but when it comes to like apps that helps, um, I know, uh, my friend Lacey, well, I got to come up with a nickname. She's like my, she's my Jarvis or my Siri or Alexa. She's really good. Like, she's like, Hey, you're a little quiet. Now she's like, okay, that's better. So this is nice. Um, I don't want to steal hers, but for app stuff, um, you know, I do use SoundHound if I'm out and about and I hear a good song stuff. I think SoundHound, even though you could just say, I don't want to say the name because I don't want my phone to activate right. but but I could say, hey, you know what?
0: Apple Assistant.
1: Yeah, Apple Assistant. Could you, uh, what's the name of this song? And then it'll do that. But I just turn on SoundHound, let it go, and it's like, oh, cool, this is who sings that. So I would say for an application that I've used for a long time, it is that... Um, there's one that uh, Lacey had mentioned, but I'll save it because okay. that's something I have used in, at, at times as well. So, um, but
0: that, uh, it is very good. That's a great one. I can't tell you how many times I've been out with people who are like, oh, this is a great song. I wonder who sings it. Again, you can do the Apple Assistant or you can do SoundHound. Or it listens. Shazam. For, yeah. yeah. And actually, the Siri one is Shazam. They okay. integrate it together. But uh, a great, great tool. For me, um, you know, I do obviously this, but uh, you know, I have fun posting things on eBay and and you know, selling stuff. And you know, it, it's hard when you go into uh, set up your shipping. You know, you got to do weight, you got to do measurement of the packages, and you know, you don't always have a tape measure around or a ruler. So on the uh, iPhone, there's an Apple app called Measure, which utilizes the camera. Uses uh, um, you know the not the accelerometer, but uh, Essentially, it's an augmented reality app that you move it around a little bit. It gets sort of the sense of, you know, the perspective. And then what you can do is you can actually point the little dot at each corner of the box, click it, go over to the other corner, and it'll give you the exact measurement of the box or whatever you're measuring. Oh, that's. That's flipping handy. It is really handy. Or if you're a far distance away from something, because it's looking at the perspective, you know, if you're measuring, you know, the the garage door of a house across the street, again, you can do the same thing. You know, you just give it the, you know, the little controls that it tells you to, and then you just go click, click, and it tells you how big or small or whatever it is. So
1: that's something i'm going to actually use um at costco we get that all the time with the with it being furniture season you get a lot of members that ask uh what's the dimensions of that box and a lot of the time the dimensions are just on the box it tells you but sometimes it's not and there's been times where you got to go get the tape measure and you measure it for them so um yeah
0: but if you've got your phone handy well and i always i always
1: have it handy so
0: very cool well folks
1: that's what we're looking for
0: when we come back it is all about you we want to hear about the most useful yet underrated websites or apps so go ahead and chime in now on our face uh facebook live (laughs) video um you know so many thoughts but uh, in any case folks we'll be right back don't go anywhere And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, January 11th. Now, we are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the watchers and listeners, about our topic of the day. And, of course, uh, we always give the topic uh, 24 hours in advance, which we'll do here either at the end of this segment or the beginning of next segment. So that way you guys have time to call in on the Phoenix line at 855 Phoenix Radio. Leave a message, let us know what you think, or you can always chime in on our Facebook live videos. Just head over to... (laughs) Rewind. (laughs) That's the whole reason I pulled this. All right. Head over to facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video comment there. Today, we're talking about the most useful underrated websites or apps. We talked about SoundHoud for Tony uh, in... Figuring out who was playing a song, who the artist was, what the name of the song was, or the Measure app, which is on oh. the Apple iPhone. Wait, it's an augmented reality.
1: I downloaded on uh, the commercial break. It's, and I
0: just changed Tony's world for. Oh,
1: it's amazing. I had it and I deleted it because I'm like, I don't need that. But then Chris showed me it and mm-hmm. I'm like... Well, why don't I have that? I guess, well, you should. No, it was in my cloud. It's back on. It's back on my phone. In any
0: case, I know we've had a few people chime in. Tony, uh, go ahead and read uh what Superfan Lacey or Jarvis.
1: Known as... <laughs> Hello, Mr. Stark. Um she uses um there might be an app for it, but she does use the website uh just watch. Um what that is is it's a site where you type in a TV show or movie and then it'll list where you can watch it online. Um it's kind of like the, uh, there's a sports one that Christian and I have used. It's not always reliable, but it does help you find uh, where somebody's streaming it. If you're in a pinch and need to watch something, I have used Just Watch before, and it it does work. So. I could have
0: used it last night. Uh, we decided, you know, we want to get into the Harry Potter series. And, you know, we had just finished, uh, you know, the Lord of the Rings series and go through and. So, was looking, you know, where's Harry Potter streaming? Figured it was on Peacock because that was one of the big draws. Well, it's no longer on Peacock. In fact, it is no longer anywhere. Oh, you have bummer. to. Either I was wondering why you wanted to it. watch
1: the Peacock.
0: <laughs> so, I could have used that in, uh, in my search. <laughs>
1: Information would have been useful yesterday. <laughs> I didn't want to yell into the uh, microphone with that. Oh, much appreciated. <laughs> yeah. What else she got? Um, she uses for an app, Words with Friends Cheat. Ooh. there's a cheating app for words with friends now i have this is what i have used when i have to play the super because i'm sorry i think there's a lot of people on there that use this because sometimes i play people where they come up with these words where i'm like how would you know like right. the word was so big and it was so congruent and yet it was one of those weird words that you never use you and i'm just like there's no way like you can't so it is helpful when you're playing somebody like that. Mike am you want to play like that? I'll play like that. But it does. It's like got a little genie on there, and it'll take a screenshot of your Words with Friends, and then you scroll through, and it says, we found blah, blah, blah. And if you watch a video, it'll unlock some for free, and you can only unlock so many a day. It is a useful app, although, you know, it's not something I would use all the time if I'm playing the game. But it is it is helpful for them. Super cheaters. That's for sure.
0: Well, Maybe if you're starting a game with words with friends, you know, you can message on there. Maybe just set the ground rules at the beginning. Say, you know, are you allowed to use helpful apps or not? Because then if you know, then, you know, you're both using them or you're both not using them.
1: Like I tell you this, I'd never used it against people I actually knew. I actually know and play against like if it's a friend like a real friend then I won't do it but if it's a complete stranger like across the world that I don't know then whatever Um, IMD this is one that I didn't want to use because um, uh, Lacey had mentioned it also but IMDB app um, something I use for uh, this show um, uh, pop culture kaboom things like that uh, for synopsises and things of that nature Um, so that's always a uh, helpful little app uh, when it comes to um, getting information for actors, uh, when the, what movies they've been in, and stuff of that. And then um, a radio show fan, Jamie Anna, she had said um, for her job, she does a lot of multiple jobs, but uh, they use an app to do daily assessments and and records of the day, so... Um, She does uh, preschool teaching in the morning, so I assume that's what that is all used for. But thanks for listening while the kids uh, paint. Yeah. Got got the Phoenix show kind of quietly in the background there. So hopefully they were not listening when I said the S word earlier. Yeah. Oh,
0: well, you got to learn it somewhere, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, well, that one kid didn't know it was this. They thought it was that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys for chiming in. If you guys have more, please let us know and we'll read it. Uh, This is your segment. This is the time where we put it out there. So let's roll.
0: Yeah. And uh, actually, uh, Jamie Anna's um, app reminded me of one that's great for gig workers, people who do uh, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, anything along those lines. There are driving apps that will actually measure the distance that you've driven and then keep a record of your mileage for tax records because you can write that stuff off oh that's work, good to so. know
1: which reminds me when i get back on wednesday i still have to uh type in my mileage for driving to the depot and back that's uh i gotta get paid for that gas i still have not done that
0: that's where that app would have been very would useful have been useful yep.
1: yesterday <laughs> okay no one want <laughs> yell in the mic
0: but folks we are talking about the most useful yet underrated apps or websites that uh, maybe you use on a daily basis or you can't live without. Here's one that uh, for all of you writers out there, and maybe you've got writer's block or or whatever it may be, but uh, you know, it's one of those things that you need just that little kick in the butt to get things going. It's called the most dangerous writing app. (laughs) <laughs> person po- puts, uh, sometimes when I just have to force myself to start writing, whether it be for a class assignment or personal use, I use Squibblers, the most dangerous writing app, which deletes your work if you stop writing before the time limit runs out or the word count is reached. It's a bit sadistic for me to go at at it this way, but hey, it works. Which is good, you know, if it just gets something down on paper, and if you don't, if you start spacing off, well, guess what, all your progress is going to start being deleted, so... This one is for our um, fast food friends. It's uh, from user Umizoomi says, Umizoomi? I used to check, uh, I use this to check whether the ice cream machines at the nearest McDonald's near me are broken or not. (laughs) And apparently there is a whole app dedicated to whether or not the ice cream machine is broken.
1: That's that's actually quite smart if you need it. That means they got issues with that, right?
0: Apparently. And you uh, gotta,
1: well, there's a lot of McDonald's like
0: and I would assume weesh. that it's not the McDonald's workers who are updating the app it, I I oh, assume it's, it's more be the
1: people. it's kind of like crowdsource
0: uh, like ways ways yeah, yeah thank
1: you yeah where it's like oh there's a cop there and then you're like no there's not and then you have to update it and you become a super fan because you Put a like you like. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> here's one that uh, I might utilize. I actually use something similar to this. Just the notes app in my phone. There's times where I'll be going to bed and my mind's racing. Something pops in there that I want to remember for the next day. I'll just go into the notes app, write myself a quick little note, so that way I can you know take a look at it uh, a little bit later. This is for something a little bit further down the line. This from Day Draken hundred thousand. It is something called Future Me says, you can use it to send emails to the future you. Been using it for almost three years. It helps put into perspective how much has changed over the course of a year. So uh, maybe you want to uh, send yourself an email about your New Year's resolution towards the end of the year.
1: That's actually a pretty good idea. Um, Just to go back and look, like, did did I achieve that? Did that work? Because that is funny, you know, like when we're talking apps, I use notes on the daily. That's where I put together... um, you know i use it in all aspects this show pop culture uh costco that's where i keep all my you know when people get stuck and like how do you do this tony i always refer back to my notes in my notes app
0: yeah the biggest thing is make sure that your notes are backed out up to the cloud because if you accidentally delete one or the app itself it's
1: gone forever yeah So, uh, so i am good with that but uh
0: And folks, we still have about two and a half minutes left. So if you do want to chime in with your picks or you want to inform us about uh, useful but underrated apps or websites, go ahead and do so. Uh, Anything else come in on your end, Tom?
1: Uh, Volbeat Hawaiian shirt. Hot deal. Order now.
0: That's just what came across. (laughs) So, no.
1: I'm pretty good. I don't need. I love Volbeat, but I don't need a Hawaiian Volbeat shirt. (laughs) 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 This next one,
0: uh, speaking of music, it actually fits pretty well. It's called Every Noise. Uh, User Forest Food says a visual chart of various musical genres. When you click on one, you get a small sample of the genre. Clicking on the arrows by the genre gives you a chart of artists within that genre. There's a search bar, and if you search your favorite artists in it, it can classify the genre it's in. There are also Spotify playlists for each genre. So if you're exploring new music, that would be an awesome one to check out.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Oh, this one is perfect. You know, Wednesdays, words are hard because every once in a while we stumble over ourselves or we just can't find that right word. Well, this one's called tip of my tongue. User accumulating boredom says it's really effective and has helped me countless times. I always seem to want a word when I'm writing, but forget what the word actually is. And it's very simple. You just, uh, you know, if it's a partial word, you know, starts with, contains, ends with maybe letters or what the meaning is, you just punch that in and it'll give you a result of maybe what's right there on the tip of your tongue.
1: No, that's a good one.
0: <laughs> oh, this one is fantastic. All right. Especially if you love going to see movies in the theaters. Yes. It's called Run P. It tells you the best time for a bathroom break during a movie and gives you a brief description of what you would have missed. Oh, That's man. awesome.
1: That is a very genius app. That would have been good for Wonder Woman 84.
0: Did you have to go at some point? No,
1: but I didn't drink anything beforehand.
0: You just wanted to know what you would have missed if you stood up and walked down?
1: Yeah, you know, but it, that would be good <laughs> on things like uh, the longer running movies, like uh, Endgame. You know, so long, but you don't want to move. You're like, I. Don't drink anything because I don't want to get up.
0: And especially if you have kids because kids inevitably have to go to the bathroom during the most important scene of a movie and... Sure enough, something like this would have told you what you missed. So uh, in any case, folks, that does it for today's interactive topic of useful but underrated websites. Of course, you can always chime in on the Phoenix page after the fact. When we come back, we have a segment called No Rag Rats. You can probably figure out what it's about. (laughs) Folks, we'll see you in just a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, January 11th. Now, uh, if you spent any time listening or watching the show, we've inevitably talked about it. It is the Phoenix line, our 24-hour day, -day seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our interactive portion of the show which we have each and every day we like to give you that topic about 24 hours in advance so that way you have time to chime in tomorrow's topic is one that tony gave me actually last night who is your favorite mcu that's marvel cinematic actor not character not superhero actor and why it's uh, It's a
1: great discussion
0: and the thing is now you know you watch any movie and inevitably there is somebody from any of those uh genres uh you know from the mcu popping up in different things and it's fun to see where you know two actors are together in a different movie and like hey that's dr strange and elizabeth olsen together we want to find out who you think is the greatest mcu actor again not character not uh superhero um We just want to know. So that number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment, wanted to talk a little bit about tattoos. Of course, we've named it No Ragrets. Tony and I both have tattoos. Uh, In fact, uh, Tony's looking to get one here as soon as the uh, whole COVID lockdown ends. But uh, you know what? Uh, Every once in a while, people get pretty terrible tattoos. But even less so are people where the tattoo artist was the one who made the mistake. And so we're going to run down some stories of people where uh, the tattoo artist made the mistake. And unfortunately, they got to live with it the best they can. Uh, Tony, before we get to the list, uh, has an artist made a mistake on any of your tattoos at any point?
1: No, I think all mine. I've only got uh, three. No, do I have three? (laughs) I didn't know I have three of them and uh, on all three I think they've come out really good now I'm always a little leery you know like uh, the next one that I want to do is pretty simplistic but it's very possible if done wrong it could look a little awful so <laughs> a little nervous but other than that um, no nothing how about you uh, for the most part
0: mine have all been great the only one that uh, doesn't quite work so uh, if you folks can see it I've got hot rod flames on my arm and uh, the artist freestyle drew the hot rod flames of course they look you know great from where I can see them but where they matched up on the back side of course where I can't see it they're a little wonky because they didn't you know perfectly match up, and so you've got a little weird transition there. But uh, you know, it's all part of it. And at some point, maybe I'll get it fixed. No, so.
1: and I was gonna say for you too. The uh, you have a manatar um, on the arm, and our buddy drew one back in high school, and at the time it was awesome. But then as you got older, you're like, oh, okay, it's not as awesome as you know, eighteen year old version of Christian thought, and you went ahead and just made it completely badass. So. I, I think it's a sweet tattoo.
0: Yeah, the cover up worked really well, and I got to finish that one at some point. But yeah. in any case, folks, we are running down tattoo artists who made mistakes and hopefully had no ragrats. Rag rats. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> All right, this one from user Echo the Dolphin. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <name>. <laughs> Says, I
1: don't know why he and it's a dolphin.
0: <laughs> I was a receptionist at a t- tattoo shop. One of the artists misspelled neighborhood on the guy's neck. He spelled it neighborhood, leaving out the first H. Neighborhood was the guy's nickname, and it was a pretty large elaborate tattoo, so there was no fixing it. I don't think I've ever cringed so hard in my life. The guy was surprisingly really cool about it since he did see the drawing and approved it before it was tattooed on. He ended up making the artist tattoo an H on his palm. If anyone gave him crap about the misspelling, he could smack the person with the missing H. Yeah, it's a good way to overcome it. But at the same time, you know, really make sure you check it out before you approve that tattoo.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> Let's move on with uh, regrettable tattoos. Damn, son, where'd you <laughs> find this? <laughs> this from-
1: sounds like Mr. Belding's laugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this from user Josh Sidekick says, I was working at a shop when this guy came in for a full back piece made up of three different cars. It took like four sessions to finish and each visit he'd look at it and say it looked awesome and then he would take off. On the last visit, they called me in to look at it to show me how awesome it turned out. Well, all the steering wheels were on the wrong side and the reason no one caught it was because the dude was looking in a mirror to check his progress so they looked correct. I'm pretty sure the guy was super chill about it and they offered a bunch of free work so they ended up fixing it in another session. Yeah, in the mirror, it's hard to tell uh, because everything is sort of reversed and backwards. But uh, with a car, obviously, if you're in America, it's on the left side, not the right side.
1: That is that's awesome. (laughs)
0: Let's move on with regrettable tattoos. Damn, son, where'd you find this? This from Wright Entertainer 91. The best one I ever saw wasn't done by us, but was when a guy came into our shop asking for a cover up. He had what we called a belly rocker, one of those lettering tattoos that arcs over the belly. Think Tommy Lee's mayhem tattoo. okay. These are usually done in some Gothic font. His was beautifully executed with bold, black, old English letters across his belly. The issue was that it was supposed to read scarred for life. (laughs) However, the artist who did the tattoo had forgotten one of the letters, the second R, so the guy had scared for life written on his belly. (laughs)
1: I'm scared for life, I'm so scared. (laughs) Probably not as bad as probably why you shouldn't really do words. Um, You definitely should never do that. I think it's kind of like putting as much as you want to be with your spouse or your partner forever. Unless it's a child. I probably don't put names on there either.
0: Well, it's sort of like in the construction industry. I'm sure you've heard measure twice, cut once. Yeah. Double check before it goes on your body. Just to be sure. Let's move on with no regrets, no uh, regrettable tattoos. Damn, son, where'd you find this? (laughs) This from user Lasagna41 said, I had a client email me asking for a four-letter acronym. I don't do freehand scripts, so I put the letters into a font generator and sent it back with some options. He picked the one he liked best, and we set set an appointment. On the day of his session, I showed him the acronym again, and we chose a size. I placed the stencil, and he approved it, and it got started. Midway through the tattoo, I asked him what what the letters stood for, and he told me. My heart stopped. The letters were in the wrong order. The middle two were swapped. I ran to the shop computer to check my email, and sure enough, he'd sent me them correctly. I typed them into the font generator wrong. In my defense, he had seen them several times since then and also didn't notice the mistake. I spent the rest of the session covering them up with another design. He'd asked, Hate had as a backup tattoo idea, and I didn't charge him. But it was a good learning experience for me to always ask what initials acronyms stand for ahead of the time to make sure I got them in the right order. And that one truly, truly fell on the artist. Ooh,
1: yeah, that's and that's kind of hard like if anytime you give uh, an artist kind of the free range, just kind of like, oh, do what you think looks good. Well, that's great. Their vision might not quite translate well for you. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, well, you kind of got to know what the heck you're you're gonna get because it's gonna be there.
0: It's gonna be there a while. All right, uh, let's f- move on with uh, no regrets, regrettable tattoos. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Here's one for our geeky fans from Grave Robber Thirteen. It says I was doing a big old tattoo of Cringer, A.K.A. Battle Cat, from He Man, okay. on, on a really cool client's leg. I got so into doing this big awesome tiger head that I forgot that it wasn't. A tiger at all and colored the stripes black i realized oh. about a third of the way through filling them in and let the guy know he was disappointed but mostly okay with it i felt like i was going to puke i finished the thing feeling so sick and then refused payment man going from that feeling of elation to immediately crushing disappointment was hard to shake it was extra crushing because it was a fun tattoo during a time when i wasn't that busy and was doing mostly absolute dreck and cringer for those of you who don't know while looks like a tiger is actually a green tiger with orange stripes right. and so uh, black stripes don't exactly work all that well
1: no they don't and he was such a scaredy cat too in the show right yeah Until he became battle cat
0: yeah in fact there's a gif of him covering his eyes and you know a scooby-doo sort of way
1: right like scoob um, Lacey said uh, her friend Marsha got Mi vida loca across her shoulders instead of Ma vida loca. Oh. Yikes, poor Marcia. Marcia, Marcia, Marcia.
0: And before we get to the last one, it actually made me think of our buddy Adam, who uh, (laughs) went in, got this badass dragon. That, of course, he picked off the wall. It had a Chinese character in it. it.
1: Still awesome,
0: Very awesome. The problem is, when you pick it off the wall, we ran into probably half a dozen people over the next year who have the same exact tattoo. Yeah nothing really unique about that
1: no no and and it's you know sometimes that happens um, like I have a bandito one that just symbolizes the friends you know the outlaw on the shoulder which is cool you don't see a lot of it but uh, I know my buddy Mike has the same one it's slightly different um, but uh, and then uh, Mike and his wife Lacey have uh, matching Mickey and Minnie which I think that's, that's cool. cool yeah that's for fun. a couple tats that's that's cool
0: and then finally, with no regrets, son, where'd you find this regrettable tattoos? This from X facto Tumix says I worked as a piercer in a shop a decade ago. A guy came in and wanted Murphy's law tattooed the words Murphy's law. The artist freehanded a design on him. He green lit it after watching in the mirror. They did a beautiful piece with a banner. The only problem is it read Murphy's law that seemed fitting. And the guy actually loved the fact that his messed up tattoo was the Murphy's law one um, reading through that I'm a little confused on what the issue actually was. So it uh, goes to show folks that uh, when we're reading through these, I read as many as I can, but uh, you know, maybe not uh, end with one that uh, doesn't make any sense. So, that's just murphy's law right there well folks we are headed into the final segment of the show when we come back it is time for this day in history don't go anywhere Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, to the fourth and final segment of the show on this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, January 11th. But don't fret, if you missed a portion of the show, you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer.
1: Are you a god? I'm an apex predator. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> close enough
0: <laughs> while you're there be sure to subscribe <laughs> that way you always have the latest episode leave a review let us know what you think and tell your friends because why Tony sharing is caring sharing is caring well folks as we do at the end of each show we like to drop a little knowledge on you hopefully make you laugh at the same time it is time for this day in history in the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head it's this day in history
1: with your correspondents on the beat. Christian Phoenix
0: all right let's kick things off with this day in 1787 we talked about galileo a little bit last week well here's another discovery of the celestial type titania and oberon the moons of uranus <laughs> discovered by william herschel
1: <laughs> oh you're so <show>
0: <laughs> have you seen the moons of uranus <laughs> no but out. old
1: william did that he with that schnauzer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: William Herschel moving on this day in 1838 the first public demonstration of the telegraph messages sent using dots and dashes at Speedwell Ironworks in Morristown, New Jersey by Samuel Morse and Alfred Vail
1: that's where the Morse code came from it is check out that dude's beard man
0: check out those medals he's got yeah. what are those from
1: this is, my name is Samuel Morse and this is my medal awards <laughs> right. I talk in eighteen thirty eight This day in eighteen seventy
0: nine the Anglo Zulu War begins as British Lieutenant General Chelmsford invades Zululand in South Africa. Um, don 't know much about it, obviously we don 't learn much about that in our history classes, mostly American history, but uh, i can 't imagine that it was any better than you know the um, the conquest over the Native Americans here in the u.s probably oh, a very very sad time
1: probably and i'm not making fun but during this artist's uh, deception of the picture here kind of looks like they're in the battle of wakanda and there's just a random time traveler that just kind of in the middle like oh no where's my tea there's a horse it's right off he's just in the middle, uh like he's he's screwed he's not surviving that fight
0: did you say artist deception
1: A deception yeah inception. you
0: mean depiction depiction <laughs> deception <laughs> Close enough.
1: I hope you talk about this next dude.
0: <laughs> Actually, we're going to move on down to uh, this day in
1: 1935. Oh, you didn't want to see those mutton chops. Nah, on the neck, right? eh,
0: kind of boring. <laughs> yeah.
1: This it day in 1935,
0: Amelia Earhart flies from Honolulu to Oakland, California. Nonstop, of course. And of course, that wasn't her fateful flight that uh, she disappeared on.
1: No, nah, she's fantastic. And I like that uh, Denver has a uh, an Amelia Earhart that is also a pilot and news anchor. That's right. And she's done a couple of the same flights that her namesake, uh, who she was named after, um, to kind of honor, which I think is cool. And she's cute, too. Yeah, very cute. All right, let's
0: move on. This day in 1949, the Ooh, first yeah. snowfall is recorded in Los Angeles.
1: Ooh, wow. Global warming. Back in 1949. <laughs> Los Angeles.
0: Yep. Wow. Yeah. And all the time I lived in Southern California, never saw snowfall, but you would hear about it on occasion. Don't see it much. Not uh, like here, and definitely was, not like it. I was going to say,
1: house. oh, yeah, it's nonstop snow in Fort Collins. Yay, yay, yay. Not looking forward to that.
0: This day in 1953, J. Edgar Hoover declines a six figure offer to become the president of the International Boxing Club. Um, and I don't know if this was before, or after, or during his time as director of the FBI. And yeah. didn't he dress up as women as well?
1: Yeah, was he did. Hoover? Yeah. Hoover. But six figures in 1953, thats that was big time. Big time. That's like, oh, uh, it's what the sports figures get nowadays, but even bigger than that.
0: Well, not only that, but you know boxing in the 50s i would assume was probably controlled by the mob in some respect and so you know what relationship did j edgar hoover have to the mob
1: yeah probably Um, best that they didn't then yeah i didn't think about that but yeah (laughs) moving on to
0: 1976 this day dorothy hamill wins her third consecutive national figure skating championship of course, she's probably one of the biggest names to come out mm-hmm. of figure skating uh, throughout the '70s, or really any time.
1: Yeah, she's one of the big ones that still, you know, has a clean name and all that.
0: This day in 1980, the debut of the first Pretenders album, aptly named, named "The Pretenders." Uh, enjoy the Pretenders much at all, Tone?
1: No. I I like their they've got some stuff yeah their
0: radio hits Uh, you know Chrissy Hines she did an episode of uh, Friends which was entertaining but beyond that
1: yeah yeah well I've I've, I couldn't even tell you I know I've heard of them and I'm sure I've heard some of their songs but off the top of my head I can't think of any it's
0: all right. Here's one for you, Tony. This day in 1987, the AFC Championship game at Cleveland Stadium where the Denver Broncos beat the Cleveland Browns 23-20 in overtime. John Elway was quarterback there. And I think, wasn't that the last time that the Browns made it to a uh, playoff?
1: To a divisional game? To a divisional one? No, 94 was the last time. 94, 94. But that's when they had Bernie Kosar and the Browns were really good because we had the... uh, the drive, which I think was '86, and then we did this one in '87, or maybe this was the drive. I I don't know. I should know it was my Bronco history. I just know we went on to get whooped. Yeah, whooped <laughs> by the Giants that year.
0: Yeah, that wasn't the Super Bowl, bowl winning year, but uh, yeah, it made yeah. it made it pretty far.
1: We did make it far. We we had we were notorious for getting whooped in the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> Red, Redskins, Giants, Forty Niners, the Seahawks. <laughs>
0: Let's move on. Woof. <laughs> this day in 1990, Bobby Knight becomes basketball's Big Ten winningest coach at 229. Isn't Bobby Knight the guy who's famous for throwing chairs? Yeah, he was. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Being Bobby, yeah, he was angry. <laughs> so angry. So angry.
0: Ooh, here's one for you, Tony. And too bad you don't have your uh, soundboard. This day in 1991, Ric Flair wins the N.W.A. WC.W. wrestling title.
1: Woo! It wasn't as good as the soundbite. Good old <laughs> Ric Flair, man. Like, that dude's still going, and I mean, it's kind of sad. cuz super old, but back in the day, that guy just would scream at the camera and always had the big robes. Mm. I always liked Ric Flair. He was kind of just a couple trick pony, you know, but still. Yeah, you know, he was entertaining. He he was very entertaining personality in wrestling.
0: (laughs) Speaking of entertaining personalities, this day in 1993, Howard Stern's radio show begins transmitting to Buffalo, New York at WKBW. It wasn't uh, WNBC,
1: but uh, he
0: was on the radio there for quite some time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was. That private parts movie is pretty entertaining. Let's see.
0: uh, Same day 1993, independent presidential candidate Ross Perot Publicly retires to politics. Do you remember Ross Perot? Oh, he
1: ran all the time. Yeah, he was like a modern. He was the original Bernie Sanders that would run every year. And poor guy didn't have a chance. Like he got votes, but he was never going to be winning the big one. So
0: yeah. This day, nineteen ninety nine, Marty Schottenheimer resigns resigns as head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs remember go to old marty
1: oh yeah well and schottenheimer was popular for the uh, late 80s runs of the uh, browns yeah yeah so uh,
0: what goes around comes around but uh you know the, the fun to uh just you know see where all of these fell into history especially as we're headed into the playoff oh you know, yeah there's right a now. lot of
1: them which is cool so all right let's move on
0: to This day in 2007, author J.K. Rowling finishes the seventh and last Harry Potter novel in room 552 of the Balmoral Hotel in Edinburgh. And uh, I'm sure that was quite the accomplishment for her and just capping off a a wildly successful series of books.
1: Yeah, well, Harry Potter's fantastic, so great series. So good. So good.
0: This day in 2010, Simon Cowell leaves American Idol. Oh, I cried mm. that day. I, I weeped. I remember. You know,
1: I'm still in mourning over that. <laughs> Although I do hope he's doing better. I know he got in that bad bike accident last year and he's he been did, injured. Yeah. So hopefully he's doing well.
0: All right. And then finally, this day in 2018, YouTube issues sanctions against vlogger Logan Paul after he posted footage of suicide victims body in Japan in December. I remember that. And, you know, it, it's one of the reasons that YouTube Live and Facebook Live no longer, uh, or not no longer, but they've got a 40-second-ish delay. So that way they can pull content like that down if something Quick, happens. yeah,
1: because you never know. People sometimes end up trying to be famous and for the wrong reasons. So. Exactly,
0: exactly. Well, that does it for this day in history. Let's run into some of today's holidays. Today, Junior. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, This one, which uh, should be just common sense. Cigarettes are hazardous. Let's try that again. (laughs) Cigarettes are hazardous to your health day. Really? Really? Yeah. After
1: sitting in a bar yesterday where they still smoke, I can tell you it ain't fun.
0: (laughs) Today is National Girl Hug Boy Day.
1: Ooh. Any girls want to hug me today? I'll be out and about in Carson.
0: There you go. It is Heritage Treasures Day. Don't exactly know what that means. It is Learn Your Name in Morse Code Day obviously, to uh, celebrate the uh, you know, first transmission of Morse code. It is National Gluten-Free Day. Hmm. Is
1: that still a thing, Tom? Gluten thing, gluten-free Gluten free. uh, If it's all organic, natural. um, Yeah, maybe.
0: All right. (laughs) And then to round out the rest, there's National Human Trafficking Awareness Day, National Clean Off Your Desk Day, National Hot Toddy Day, National Milk Day, World Sketch Note Day, Secret Pal Day and National Step in a Puddle and Splash Your Friend Day.
1: Oh, let's go jump in puddles. I'm going to splash you.
0: (laughs) Folks, that does it when we come back tomorrow with an all noon episode animal tales. Folks, enjoy your Monday. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Peace!